According to the dictionary, astrology is the study of movements and relative positions of celestial bodies interpreted as having an influence on human affairs and the natural world. I just say it's planets in motion, doing their thing, affecting our lives. We can use astrology as a tool though, to see what energy will be present for ourselves as well as the collective, allowing us to better prepare for what's to come. I've personally used astrology to help me get through tough times. When you know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, you're more likely to keep walking. Join me for this astrological forecast. This is the highway to healing. All right, Kate, we have made it through February. February was rocky. It was heavy. There was a lot going on astrologically. And so I know people are tuning in to this month's episode for March and wondering what in the heck are we in for? So I would love to hear from you. Absolutely. I have to say when I was preparing my notes from for today versus February, it was a completely different story. I was like, this almost seems boring compared to all the stuff that I brought you in February. I still have a lot to talk about, but it's been a long time coming since we could just focus on some just very simple ideas for March. So let's just jump right in. March 3rd, uh, Mars will move into Gemini and it will be there until April 23rd. So it usually spends about six weeks in each sign. And Mars is the way, is our action. But when it's in Gemini, right, Gemini has a lot of versatility to it. So when we see this, I might suggest that, um, you know, we might be a little bit more diversified in what we're doing. We could possibly uh, go off on a tangent about what we're doing. It'll seem a little scattered. We could even say ineffective (laughs) in a way. This almost sounds like a Mercury retrograde, like a Mars retrograde at being in Gemini, but Gemini gives us, you know, all these multitasking. We can do this. We can do that. we got our hands in lots of different pots. So we can use that to benefit us, of course, right? When I just think, oh, wow, I'm a little bit maybe more flexible. Maybe I'm a little less determined or focused. Eh, I'm okay. (laughs) It doesn't have to get done like this. So that's the first thing I want to talk about. That kicks off March 3rd and we have that for six weeks. Okay. So March 3rd, which is basically right now, uh, when the episode is being released. And I just want to take a big, deep breath as I'm hearing that because it does, it feels a lot like the energy that we have experienced in February where it's a bit scattered. It's a bit kind of all over the place. A lot of the feedback I was getting from people in February was I'm just exhausted. I don't have clarity. I don't know which way I'm supposed to go. So would you say that some of that energy, even if it's different planetary aspects that are contributing for March, is it going to feel kind of the same? I could see that. I'm hoping that March feels a little bit easier though than February. It could still feel a little bit scattered. I would say, especially for people that with a Gemini sun or Gemini moon, as Mars crosses that, you might feel compelled to act. You might get angry and need to act. That makes sense, right? Something happens and I'm like, I'm not taking that anymore. <laughs> I'm not gonna allow that to happen, right? And then we, we take action to solve that problem. You know, the other thing I'm thinking about Gemini, it's an air sign. So we couldn't even pull that into communication if we wanna talk about 
not necessarily politics, but what we might see play out on the larger side of things. Mars in Gemini, Mars is fierce. It likes to be first, can be a little aggressive, right? And then with our words, Gemini, just be right. interesting to see how that play, plays out. Yeah, I mean, what I'm hearing as you're, as you're speaking about this is, wow, people are going to tell you what they think this they month. <laughs> yeah. We can see that for sure. Ooh. Get into something a little bit nicer, a little softer sounding as of March 13th. Yay. Mercury finally leaves its post retrograde shadow. Okay. So this started January 15th right? Where we um, started talking about Mercury retrograde, it went exact January 30th. It went direct February 20th. And now as of March 13th, we are finally in the clear, especially for my Aquarians, because Mercury retrograded in Aquarius. So if you were feeling like my technology is going crazy, if you felt like I'm having so many communication issues, if you felt like I'm putting all this action forward and nothing's coming through, I would think, okay, you can breathe now, you can move forward and you should see some, I don't want to say reward, but some sort of, yeah, reward for what you've been working on or some sort of moving forward, a completion. And when does that hit us in March? March 13th. March 13th. Okay. So we've got a few more days in this shadow period. <laughs> yes. Okay. And on that same day, then uh, we have the new moon in Pisces. All right. Well, you got to break that down for us because (laughs) (laughs) these moons, I feel now, listen, I don't know what is going on. You would probably know better than I do for sure, but I feel like the moon energy has just intensified over the last probably year or so where I'm feeling it on levels that I've never felt it before. So what in the world is this? You said it's a Pisces new moon. There's a Pisces new moon. Okay. So to speak, to speak to what you just said, though, where you thought it's becoming more powerful, we can't overlook the idea that so many more people have an interest in the moon cycles than we've seen in many, many years, right? So long ago, they would track the moon, right? To plant, to do things. And so when we have such a collective believing in something, I do think it becomes more powerful. Right. I mean, even I'm seeing it in like the, the Washington post or, I mean, like newspapers are posting about the moon cycles. We've not seen that. Right. And what we focus on expands. And so yes. placing more awareness there, we are more in tune with the energy of the cycles, which is fascinating. Yes. So the Pisces new moon yeah. is what? <laughs> okay. So first I want you to think about when we have a new moon, it's a great time to set intentions because it's new right? So if you look out in the sky, you would not see a moon, the sky is dark. And so we want to think, how can we set intentions that complement the Piscean energy? So we can think of our Pisces friends, you know, kind of what are they like? What do I know Pisces to be? So I would say set some intentions around taking a leap of faith, you know, maybe believing in something that you've always wanted to believe in something that might even be a little bit out of reach where people would say, oh, in your dreams, (laughs) right? Very Piscean energy. And it's like capitalize on that because we're in it. So it's a great time to start a creative project, project to start something kind of 
imaginative, the, the new beginnings to something, sketching something out, schematics of something, a new business project. So very dreamy, very creative, very romantic, I'll say. One thing about Pisces though, is it can be a little confusing. So when we think about Pisces, when we think about how it's always sketched out, those two fish, but the two fish are always swimming in different directions, right? That's where Pisces gets this confusing energy from. And we like to just associate like, oh, drugs or alcohol, but they immerse themselves in whatever they get into. And again, it can be very confusing from the outside. So you might even feel a little confused on, gosh, why am I wanting this? Or could this even happen when we see this? And the last thing I'll say is moon and Pisces would be great for any sort of healing, any sort of therapy. I'm going to start yoga again. I'm going to go see a therapist. Those can be very traditional side of things, but even I'm going to get one of those coloring books, right? Where I color in the lines for therapy, all very supportive. I would think that if um, you have, if you know your chart, if you have any planets sitting between 19 and 27 degrees of Pisces, um, or if you're a Gemini, Virgo, or Sagittarius, you should feel this a little bit more intensely than other signs. But we can all use it to manifest. So what you're telling me <laughs> is my Sag. Uh, sun and Pisces moon is going to just get like a double whammy on this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I wasn't even thinking that. Absolutely. Creative oh projects, <laughs> something new, right? That great time. Beautiful. Take it. Absolutely. Is there anything else for March that's, that's going on or do we cover it? We have one more thing for March. Perfect. And so we're going to flip right into then the full moon on March 28th. So because we're talking about two different things, it's great to take some notes, even mark your calendar. Okay, new moon versus full moon. So we talk about the new moon, you go outside, there's no moon to be seen, right? We talk about the full moon and that's like a flashlight. You could sit in your backyard and probably read a book without even the light, right? Because the, the sky is bright. So I like to think of the full moon as a flashlight. Think of it shining the light on something that you need to see, okay? It's in Libra. So Libra, absolutely, we can talk about our relationships to other people. I would think relationships are at the forefront. Anytime we see a full moon, heightened emotions, right? Or epiphanies, right? Seeing things. Again, think that you're in the dark and you have a flashlight. Oh, oh, there it is, right? It's so clear. It's so clear because the flashlight's on it. Okay. I'm going to make a prediction. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. People are going to get through this full moon in April. They're going to file for divorce. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So we have to think about the full moons, right? This happens every year in the sign of Libra. Um, but you would be more sensitive. Again, my Libras, if you have anything between four and 12 degrees of Libra, or any other cardinal signs, Aries, Cancer, Capricorn, probably a little bit more intense for you guys. <laughs> I went, I went to say divorce. I hate to think that, but I would think it's in the spotlight. If there's something that maybe you've overseen, you didn't know about, you could have some aha moments, especially when it comes to compromise, um, negotiation, balance, 
seeing two sides of a story when we see the full moon in Libra. Okay, so people have an opportunity to come together and see things differently if they choose to do so. And if not, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Okay, I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I just kept seeing a spotlight on uh, interpersonal relationships, which makes sense with what you were saying. Hmm, interesting. Okay. And the other thing is we can, you know, we always talk about, or you hear about, I'll say people charging their crystals under the full moon. And I like to also think anything that you need to bring light to, put it outside that night or the night before, the night after. I know some people message me, oh no, I missed the full moon. I meant to do this. It's okay. (laughs) You can catch it the night after, but just let's say you have someone that, um, isn't feeling well and you put their picture outside just to shine some light on them. Right. Or your calendar. Oh, I need some more appointments. Oh, I love setting the intention of just bringing light to it. Oh, I love that. There's a reason you're a feng shui expert. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have ever thought about that. I love that idea. I'm sure the listeners are going to now go and stick some of their favorite things that they want light on uh, yeah. outside for this uh, full moon. Wow. Yes. Beautiful. Uh, thank, you. thank you so much for giving us our March forecast. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'll do this again soon. Okay. Bye. For more information on Kate's work, visit thekatewind.com. Stories like this one are important to tell. It reminds us that even during the darkest times, we can always find light. We can always choose faith over fear. For exclusive content, please join my Spark Plug members-only community and apply to be a guest on this show. Find out more at spiritandspark.com.